You're listening to another episode of the official British Motor Show podcast for 2021. Brought to you by the Podcast Guys. Enjoy the show. Hi there, Dave. We're interviewing David from the car crowd at the British Motor Show. I'm uh, Adam Chambers from Motor Trade Leeds. I know a little bit about your business, Dave, because we actually... uh, and the end whistle introduced us several months ago. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you've been helping out in the mobile or whatever shows. The pop up ones. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 So this must be night and day, I suppose. Oh, uh, it's, it's, I mean, first of all, Andy and the team have done an amazing job. Oh, um, no. The size and the scale of the show. I mean, yeah, we, we obviously were involved trying to get it live last year before, yeah, you know, before obviously got called yeah, off of COVID. Remember. And then Andy obviously mentioned that we could take over an old Zara in Basingstoke shopping center. Oh, um, yeah, that was, yeah, that, was that was the first iteration. And then obviously yeah, that's probably a few couple of thousand square foot and uh, maybe seven or eight cars. And then the scale of what that's gone from in Basingstoke, just literally within about, well, probably nine ten months i think it was, yeah. it was that close down to, to where we are today i mean amazing uh, and this is yeah fantastic like you say night and day everyone i've spoken to it's ex- exceeded their expectations i yeah. don't know about yeah the same feedback yeah oh 100 percent. i think um obviously having the the different genres as well with the electric vehicles the more new stuff the classic stuff all the displays outside mm. it's sort of something for everyone so everyone's walking around with a smile on their faces and and yeah mm. really engaging i found a gap in that Somebody complained that there weren't enough 90s cars. Really? They wanted a few more Sierras and Vauxhall. Well, uh, if you want a Sierra Cosworth, we've got one on our stand. Oh, they did like that, but they were talking about ordinary ones. Ordinary 90s cars. Well, that was one of the favourite cars they'd seen. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah, we have. I mean, we've bought a Spyker C8 here, which is one of only eight in the world, right-hand drive um, Mm. Spiders. And yet that's getting overlooked by the fact that the Sierra Cosworth's next to it. And that's drawing in way more attention. There's people coming past and obviously, oh my God. And then sort of turning back and having a look and then being like, well, I remember when my dad had one or when my friend had one. Or yeah. you know, some people start telling you what they got up to in the back seat, and you're like, oh, I'll stop you there. Yeah. <laughs> no well, more nothing, details. There's nothing happening in the back seat in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this, this cab is not rocking. Yeah, yeah it's, it's rocking. Don't bother knocking. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think they do. They just create this nostalgia effect. Uh, mm. And I think that's why that's why what we do in our business is, you know, we're trying to connect people back to those cars because not everyone can afford to have their own huge car collection. Mm. But uh, with us, you can buy a little share, uh, you know, a single share in a car. Yeah, and, just, and just run own. through with how that works again on... Well, it's basically a platform. So the car crowd is basically a platform to allow people to club together to buy a car. Right. And uh, typically, in, in how many people would that be? Um, so our 205 GTI has 64 people. Um, right. Our Clio V6 has 69. Um, we have 1,000 shares in each car. So basically, you can buy one share up to 100 is the maximum. So you could have as few as 10 people is the fewest number. Yeah. But on average, we're seeing sort of somewhere between 60 and 70 that seem to be buying them up. Right. Um, we started the idea because I, I, I wanted to, to buy a Lancia Delta Integrale with some friends. Mm. We went to a lawyer and they wanted to charge me £3,500 to draw up a contract. Yeah. And I just thought there must be a better way. So we, we sort of came up with this limited company structure where each car is its own limited company. The limited company has a 1,000 shares. And once those shares are sold, that company buys that car outright. Yep. So the car is then fully owned by the shareholders. Right. And as it goes up in value... The, you know, the, obviously, so does the price of the company, and therefore, so does the value of the shares. So it's mainly an investment, or is it about access as well? Yeah, well, we do kind of two models. We've got a driven product, which is about uh, if people wanted to club together to drive the car, that's fine. We can provide the sort of legal structure around that to make it um, 
to make yeah. you be able to drive it and do it like a timeshare model. But the cars that we bring to the platform are, are mainly focused on investment. Ah, right. And, and going because I was going to say it would be difficult with different numbers of shares and yeah, yeah, exactly. div- divvying it up. And- yeah, the ones we bring straight there are just, are just really to, to try and maximize people's return on investment. It's that, you know, we, we don't say don't have a classic car collection. You know, if people have got classics at home that are usable and they're driving, they get enjoyment from, that's not replacing that. This is about if you're going to put your money into stocks and shares or oh, yeah, well, something uh, different. I've got a friend and I think he's from Denmark and he's a real car nut. And I think he'd love to have a classic car, but apparently with the Danes, it's showing off a bit having a... Yeah, a nice flashy t- car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think he's a little bit jealous of a lot of the the English prestige and classic car scene. Right, right, yeah. he's always saying, oh, them... It's nearly 10 years he's been talking the yeah. market down. Yeah, really, <laughs> yeah, is he? And it's just going in the other direction. Direction, yeah, it's just yeah. going up and up. And that's it. The cars are appreciating, you know, quite quickly. Not everyone can afford to have a whole car, you know, and, and store and insure it and maintain it. And we do all that on the investors' behalf. They're all yeah. stored. Well, yeah. that that's very important, this storage, isn't it? And looking yeah. at, making sure it's kept kept pristine Apply. yeah they're all dehumidified stores uh, up in the East Midlands where our, where our headquarters are mm. um, and we do the last Sunday of every month we're going to start inviting everybody up to come and view the cars do a wood-fired pizza and have a cup of coffee and start them up and look at them and engage with them yeah. so even though they're not driven they still get you know a better connection yeah, to that kind of car yeah it's still nice to sit and think I own part of this car or Precisely, yeah. take pictures of themselves with it for their friends yeah. or yeah exactly right yeah we, and all uh, that. funny story we had a guy who uh, invested in our we got a Ferrari 360 on the platform Mm. and a young guy came up turned up in his Corsa and um, stood at the storage unit and uh, took a photo of himself in front of the uh, in front of the Ferrari and then straight away put it on his Tinder profile yeah. <laughs> I think to try and impress people that he had uh, had a Ferrari so it, you know people have different uses and how they connect with the cars but uh, it's, uh, it's yeah it's just a just a different way of getting involved and accessing classics yeah somebody was once I can't remember where it was they were telling me about back in the day of Polaroids they used to take a picture of somebody with the new car with a Polaroid and give them the picture to show the friends. So if they went out, you know, they could, drinking yeah. and not driving and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I've got on, here's me with my new car. Absolutely, yeah. Passes them round and it shows them, obviously give, promotes the idea more. That's a really good idea. And, of course, yeah, the days before mobile phones, I mean, yeah, I remember going out when I had my first first car, a little mini Metro, but I had a, a VW key ring because I wanted people to think that I had a VW Golf uh, and not a little mini Metro. <laughs> was that before the Beastie Boys made it trendy? <laughs> everyone was stealing them yeah that's right yeah yeah so it, it is uh you know it's, it's it's been my passion for years i was in finance before but i've always collected cars so i just well, the two together, two together. yeah exactly yeah, right that was my yeah and then shows like this is just to spread the word because it's a new business and it's 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 one of those things that's not easy to understand immediately you have to ask a few questions to get your head around uh, how that yeah. sort of fractional investment works and yeah people need to understand the finance side a bit a bit more don't yeah. they yeah exactly they're, right. they're just saying on stage about even even ordinary cars you've got rentals leasings PCPs oh yeah the different ways of distri- describing electrics and the general public don't no. no and people are always embarrassed yeah to ask to ask questions in, in cars because it's a little bit sort of Macho, nobody want 
Yeah. Nobody likes to admit they're not an expert. Oh, you're 100% right. I mean, and I you think, know, with any aspect, basically. And you, there's a fair factor. The British, I think, are naturally sceptical people, aren't we? And I, and I think you always think yeah. someone's trying to sell you something. So if you go to a leasing company, they're going to recommend leasing. If you go to a you know a dealership with HP or PCP, they're going to recommend the one that makes them the most commission. Yes, and it's, yes. You know, and I think people are naturally, like, I just want some well, independent Well, there's advice. a lot of truth in that, unfortunately. Yeah. It makes it harder for people who are being transparent. Yes, it is, it is. And it's the same with investments. You know, you go to your bank manager and, and they'll tell you to put it in an ISA you know you go to someone who's into cryptocurrency and they'll tell you to put it all in Bitcoin and you know we're, we're trying to provide a different way of that high risk unregulated Bitcoin or the low yield boring ISAs we're sort of somewhere in the middle of it's protected by the underlying assets you always invested in that car it should return a decent return because cars appreciate quite quickly yeah. uh, and also you know we are we do follow all the crowdfunding regulations from the Financial Conduct Authority so it is a bit mm. safer than you know something that's a bit sketchy a bit of a fun question what's your favourite driving music favourite driving music <laughs> I, I'm, I'm unfortunately I'm going be a bit sad but I'm, I'm sort of a Guns N' Roses kind of dire straits oh, uh, no. you know heavy guitar type uh, maybe, yeah, well, maybe I'm the same a lot of the time yeah it definitely puts my pedal gets a bit you know, can push a bit harder when you hear like a real especially uh, Guns N' Roses covered Live and Let Die didn't Live and Let I love that yeah, yeah that's top I mean yeah it's, it's almost one you'd fast forward on because you'd end up getting arrested. Yeah, exactly it. right. Yeah, I think uh, "Welcome to the Jungle" is my other one that just makes me really start to put the foot down as well. Yeah. But yeah, definitely that sort of stuff. And then um, I don't know if you want a bit of a relaxing, chill out sort of uh, vibe going on, then uh, maybe a bit of uh, low sung dance music or Ibiza sunset tunes or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it depends. Slow sometimes. me down. I was once driving over the M62 to Manchester in the dark in the rain at sort of five stuck in all the traffic yeah and I'd gone I was going through a sort of the three tenors were sort of oh, what, really? I was, what I was listening to at that stage I've got very eclectic very eclectic yeah it's all a bit sort of angst isn't it oh, yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm like Oh, I'm not having palpitations. I think I'd better put something on a bit, a bit more easy listening. <laughs> love it, love it. So you had to, had to calm yourself down from the three tenors. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we were once going to a stag do in Blackpool with one of the guys new from work in, a, in an Audi, and he was listening to Mantovani and, oh, and his wow. orchestra. And I said, he says, oh, do you like this, Adam? He says, it's not particularly my style. I said, you know, I'm into a bit more sort of rock, something a bit faster. Oh no, this is, I drive too fast if I listen to something like that. We got from Bradford to Blackpool in 50 minutes as oh it was. Oh my God. As it was. <laughs> Imagine how fast we otherwise. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. It's a shame there's no database that catches speed tickets and what you're listening to on the radio at the same time. So that you could, can that, it out. That, that could be very interesting, <laughs> yeah. couldn't it? There's a direct correlation. Yeah. Banning uh, Guns and Roses in all cars. I'm sure there is. <laughs> I always joke with people when I'm training, because uh, I've downloaded the Rockies flying is it you know da, 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 yeah da, da. yeah yeah yeah. I was once doing some dumbbells and I just went mental and next day I couldn't lift my arms, arms up, up. It's got too cool in the music. Yeah, it's more powerful than steroids. Yeah. <laughs> love it. I love it. That's Not brilliant. that I've ever tried. No, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, don't try this at home, kids. Yeah. No. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd sort of like to add? I think we've had a No, it's a been great. Big, yeah, good no, really good. good chat. Yeah, really good. No, thank you. Mm. I really enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the official British Motor Show podcast for 2021, brought to you by the Podcast Guys. We hope to see you in 2022.